we have with us mr shrish apte an engineer from maharashtra who is responsible for rejuvenating neglected water tanks in bhandardhara restoring and repairing the 300 year old malguda tanks that were once a major water source for the district but due to neglect led to fall in water level he has received some of the most notable awards like the best engineer award by the government of maharashtra the national productivity council award for water management of pench project and many more so before i start i would like to tell you a little about tahan tahan was started in 2016 our aim is to make india drought resistant since the last 5 years our organization has been working very hard to make an impact on people and create awareness about the importance of water conservation and the product protection of the environment over the years we have successfully impacted 1.4 lakh people we have been able to supply 29 lakh gallons of water planted over 7000 trees we at tahan are learning understanding and implementing as much as we can about water conservation we are trying to reach out to as many people in india as we can through our website and we aim to build a community of people who will passionately work towards saving water through new innovations and help us explore better questions good morning sir i divya mahajan on the behalf of the whole team of tahan welcomes you for this interview session thank you divya so starting with the question my first question is what are malguza tanks why are these tanks called malguza tanks specifically and what is their historical background 300 years back this part of maharashtra that is eastern vidarbha was under control of gond kingdom the gond kings then visited banaras and from uttar pradesh he brought uh, people from a particular community to this part of maharashtra and he granted them land rights and asked these people to take start cultivating lands in the forest area of vidarbha these people they started uh, cultivating farmlands and in order to provide uh, water for their crops they have constructed these tanks later on uh, after carrying out this land revenue settlement exercise british government offered the title of malguzar to these farmers and that is since these tanks were constructed by the malguzar it is called as malguzari tank later in 1950 the provincial assembly of madhya pranth and varad cp and birar took a decision to abolish the malguzari system so after 1950 these tanks came under the control of government of then madhya cp and birar and later on after formation of maharashtra this came under the control of government of maharashtra so that is wonderful history and insight you have given us so sir how did this subject come into your mind in the first place 
in 2005 2006 somewhere like that i had a chance to attend one lecture by shri anupam ji mishra he he was a well known gandhian and he wrote an excellent book about the historical irrigation systems of india the title of the book is aaj bhi khare hai talab after attending his lecture and after going through the book i found that this book is quite elaborately mentioned about many traditional irrigation systems in india however there is a passing mention about malgudari tank so i thought that uh, somebody should uh, look into this aspects of our malgudari tank system because it is not only just an irrigation system it is also our heritage so from 2006 onwards i started studying this subject in 2008 when i was posted in bhandara there were 28 malgudari tanks under my control i found that 22 tanks were in extremely bad condition i mean we were so scared we thought that at any given point of time in any particular monsoon these tanks can breach and if the tank is breach or broken then there will be huge loss to the farmers in command area so immediately in 2008 after taking over i have observed this particular aspect about these tanks and then we started pursuing the matter to government of maharashtra government of maharashtra appointed one committee uh, as executive engineer mangal irrigation division bhandara i was member secretary of this committee the committee has submitted report to government of maharashtra later on based on the recommendation of the committee government of maharashtra issued a gr a government resolution to this effect and this gr made mention about sop it mention about the uh, little bit about historical background it spoke little bit about the rejuvenation necessity of rejuvenation etc etc so after 2008 we started working on this the basically the uh, intention of doing this was very clear to rejuvenate these tanks to restore their storage capacity to restore the irrigation and also heritage conservation so like you said it is extremely important for us to preserve our heritage so so i would like to know what was the sop of the rejuvenation process for the malguzari tanks after observation of the um, these malguzari tanks critically i found that uh, in case of many tanks the earthen bund or the earthen embankment of the tanks was in very bad shape in many places the waste wear or spillway of these tanks was in broken condition the head regulator from which water is released to the farmers is not in a good shape these are the prominent problems then the canal of these tanks were in very uh, small in dimension the canal bed width is around 1.5 meter or something like that in many places the canal were not visible at all so in the gr first thing they have mentioned government of maharashtra has mentioned 
the financial norms of this uh, rejuvenation process so they have simplified in such a manner that if you want to undertake rejuvenation of any particular tank you have to first carry out the cost estimate of that if the cost estimate is well within the financial norms approval can be granted to that uh, rejuvenation process at local level secondly since last 300 years there was hardly any desilting of this tank so major issue was desilting the first tank which we undertake we which we have undertaken for the sake of uh, rejuvenation process was having silt around 1.5 meter so you can imagine for a very large tank 1.5 meter and little bit more so the silt component was huge while executing this process it was clearly mentioned in the uh, government resolution that we need not have to acquire any uh, land for this rejuvenation we have to carry out entire exercise within the existing available land vested with government so uh, in order to remove the silt it is necessary that after removal we have to put it somewhere especially we thought that it is better to put in the farmland of the adjoining farmers for that we have to take the farmers in confidence we have to take the stakeholder in uh, uh, stakeholders participation in this entire exercise secondly it was also mentioned there that after rejuvenation of this tank the day to day operation and maintenance of this tank and water management will be handled by local committee uh, commit so you have gone on mute yeah yeah so it was uh, observed that in order to achieve this objective we have to take uh, the stakeholder into confidence and we must be collect, build collective opinion so that we can work on that comfortable so if sir, you, you yes sir please continue uh, yeah so if you, uh, so the entire rejuvenation process can be summarized as follows first removal of silt from this tank deposit that silt into farmland second uh, strengthen the earthen bond of this tank then observe the condition of waste wear and head regulator and repair that and finally but finally but not uh, very very critical issue was regarding repairs of canal that repair has to be done in conjunction with the interest of the farmer so what we thought that since the dimension of this canal is very small it is better to undertake the repair of this canal through the scheme of manarega so we can employ these farmers as a laborer they can carry out the repair of canal in lieu of that they will get the wages also the amount of the wages will be deposited directly into their account and they will have a sense of participation so that is how we carried out the entire process so like you said that malgudari tanks have a very specific and um, 
silent features. So can you elaborate on what the silent features of Malguzari tank system is? Anybody who is acquainted with the work of water conservation will certainly understand the importance of carrying out these water conservation works from ridge to valley. In every valley, there is a starting point which we call it as ridge. And in every valley, there is a downward slope and which ends up into valley. So, the uh, uh, these tanks, Malguzari tanks are constructed in such a manner that the bigger tank is constructed on the uppermost side of the valley, that is at the ridge. And on overflow of this, this particular tank, there will be another tank. On overflow of second tank, there will be third tank. There is a series of tanks. This is a very peculiar thing. These tanks were constructed in a most scientific manner. That is, as I described earlier, they are constructed from ridge to valley. Secondly, the day-to-day uh, -day water management and operational maintenance of these tanks is carried out by the committee of stakeholders. We call it in local Marathi language as Pani Water Samiti because this committee organizes distribution of the water. They also maintain this tank. Third thing is the only traditional system in India where water and land rights are granted to the stakeholder. As you know very well, right now, government uh, of Maharashtra is granting water rights to water user association through these water regulators. In Maharashtra, we have Maharashtra Water Resources Regulatory Authority or MWRRA. MWRRA is granting water entitlement to the water user association. However, in case of Malguzari tanks, this practice was followed by then uh, stakeholders 300 years back. So you can understand the progressive manner in which this system was constructed, it was maintained, and how water management exercise was being performed in case of these tanks. So the entire process of maintaining these tanks and water management was in a democratic spirit. And lastly, the water management of these tanks was carried out by the landless labor employed locally. This is a very particular, peculiar aspect in the sense that if we employ a landless labor, then he doesn't have any land in the command area. So his approach towards water management is entirely neutral or judicious. So this was one of the most peculiar aspects of this system. Hello. Yes, sir. So what is the technical impact of this initiative on the Malguzari tanks? If we uh, consider the entire uh, number of Malguzari tanks in Vainganga Valley, that comes around 6,900. If we consider the storage, that comes around 450 million cubic meter of storage. That's a huge. So since beginning, 
we have started uh, as a water resources department we started working on this later on the government resolution issued by water resources department was adopted by water conservation department and rural development department so up till now we have rejuvenated more than 3400 tanks so we have reached almost 50% of what we have to do secondly if we look at the storage we have rejuvenated almost uh, 3400 tanks having collective storage more than 250 million cubic meter so that's huge so if you look at these figures you will find that that's a substantial achievement has been carried out so far and still the activity is going on in uh, uh, coming years we have to finish the complete work of the 6900 and that was our aim and we are moving towards that so after completing rejuvenation process of 3400 tanks uh, we have now we have almost more than 3000 villages in this uh, wenganga valley these villages are now drought free so 3000 drought free villages is a reasonably big number this is possible only because of participation of the stakeholder the initiative taken by the department and as a team work we have proceeded to work on this because of all this uh, aspect we could achieve so much and the technical impact is abundant as we have discussed earlier secondly after carrying out desilting process there the recharging of ground water was also started because the silt layer is impervious it is very difficult to achieve water percolation through as impervious layers of silt so after removal of silt the soil layer become bit pervious and we could achieve the recharge of ground water also so that was another positive impact of this initiative so definitely your initiative has created a large impact so what other positive impacts uh, did, did your initiative have on the villages in the command area initially when we have started working on this initiative we are, the uh, there were two three clear clear objectives one to restore the storage capacity remove the silt then uh, restore the strength of earthen bund and uh, to repair the canal in order to restore the irrigation potential of this tank however it was observed during the course of our working that when we started removing the silt and farmers requested us to put this silt into their fields in many places farmer took this silt and put the silt in their farmland of their own so this silt was more or less like an organic manure because uh, silt was there was hardly any desilting since last so many years and due to formation of humus this silt was very rich in nitrogen and phosphorus values 
so it could act as a green manure so this was the impact which we never thought the earlier that this will happen but it has started secondly after removal of silt we found that the recharging of groundwater has also started then after this we observe that uh, because of this rejuvenation process now farmers are getting water to their crop for two season that is kharif and rabi so almost around the year there is availability of green fodder so farmers have started keeping cows and buffaloes in their uh, for their in house uh, dairy development or animal husbandry business so this has provided them additional income due to availability of this cows and animals like cows and buffaloes there is also availability of cow dung so people started maintaining gobar gas plant in their backyard this gobar gas plant provided them fuel for day to day activities especially in cooking and other household activities they have started using gobar gas since nowadays they are using gobar gas now they need not have to venture into the forest area to bring the dry wood for burning inside their houses or for using this as a firewood so this has helped in conserving conserving the adjoining forest land secondly after restoration of storage it was observed that the water is available even during the summer so now the wild animals are not coming to villages or as the as the drinking water is available then and there only so the animals are hardly coming to village so there is a positive impact on man animal conflict of course the man animal conflict will continue it's a bigger and separate issue of discussion but water availability is one of the reason that uh, for this uh, man animal conflict also since the water is available in um, for adjoining forest land nowadays nobody is no, no wild animals are hardly coming to villages so this was another positive impact of this secondly due to availability of water in summer there is a significant increase in herbivorous animal in the forest area so the prey base has gone up since the prey base has gone up the tiger population is increasing whatever work we have carried out it is in adjoining area or buffer zone of nagzira and navegaban tiger reserve so the tiger population in this tiger reserve is now going up this has resulted into a big boost to wildlife tourism which has provided job to the local tribals overall impact of this entire exercise what quite visible on the per capita income of the these two district i have studied bhandara and gondia district the per capita income of bhandara district in year 2008 and 9 was around 36000 rupees per capita and in 13 14 it has rose up to 75000 rupees in gondia district 
the per capita income in year 2008 and 9 was around 32000 in 1314 it rose up to 68000 these figures are from the economic survey data of government of maharashtra which is presented in assembly before budget so th- these are the most authentic government figures available with me if you observe this figure you will find that the per capita income of these two districts has been doubled in 5 years so that is the most prominent impact of this exercise so if i have to summarize your whole initiative has made a large change in the water availability uh, on the villages the forest and village uh, balance and also the environment and also there is a huge economic impact uh, in the areas as well so i am sure a, a initiative of this uh, huge size will re- require public support so how did people help you with this initiative when i went to the first village from where i started my work the name of that village was jambora so after visiting the village they uh, we organized a meeting with gram panchayat member and active farmers in the command area and explained them the concept that what we are going to do about the malguzari tank in their area so after taking them on board after getting their consent we started working we have also ensured that after rejuvenation of the tank the villagers will not put garbage into this tank again they will not encroach on the uh, uh, they will not encroach on the lands of this particular tank and they will maintain the canal and the structures on that so in short farmer consent for removal of seed farm first of all removal of farmers consent for removal of silt and put it in into their land secondly farmers and stakeholder consent for maintenance of the system after rejuvenation thirdly to carry out the day to day water management of this malgozari tank in collective manner without any sort of dispute and that was one of the bigger success of this campaign i suppose right sir so as we know there is a growing threat of water crisis around the globe and so many districts in india to face drought like situation so how do you propose to tackle this pertinent issue we have as i have told you in the course of our discussion that government of maharashtra has decided a policy to rejuvenate this land secondly government of maharashtra has also issued a resolution to this effect in the government resolution the government has decided the financial norms of undertaking such a rejuvenation process the same government resolution the same sop can be replicated anywhere as you know that we have a long tradition of traditional irrigation system all over the india and such tanks are also available also there in uh, the northern part of our country 
for example in bundelkhand we have uh, such tanks constructed way back around 300 400 years during the chandela dynasty then we have these tanks same type of malgudari tanks are available in adjoining part of madhya pradesh that is the western part of madhya pradesh namely the district of balaghat siuni mandla and adjoining area so we can certainly take up the initiative go to the other states talk to the people there involve uh, public participation ensure government support so we can easily take up this initiative and started working on that is not a rocket science but the most important aspect of this initiative is involvement of local population see unless unless there is a public participation any government scheme can't achieve success right now our country is going through pandemic and you have seen that in spite of using in spite of telling the people to observe covid protocol you have seen huge number of people are roaming around the street without mask so we can't get success unless there is a public participation unless there is public uh, awareness so these are the critical ingredient uh, of successful government initiative so that is must if we ensure that we will certainly achieve our objective so it's true public involvement is absolutely necessary so for that so what advice would you like to give to everyone who is going to watch this video first of all uh, observe and identify the stakeholders of this scheme of any scheme for that matter after identifying the stakeholders this is the first step second step is after observing this and identifying the stakeholder go to them talk to them and preferably talk to them in their local language local dialect because that will help us to communicate with the population at large in most convenient manner secondly after talking to them understand their concerns what are their concerns understand that and then try to overcome that and explain them in a most simple easy and most common language so that the stakeholder can understand the issue really address their concern and make commitment that will do this tell them what sop you are going to observe ask for support tell them that this is their the initiative is for their own interest and collectively we have to work on that and they started working on that mostly people will cooperate for example in case of our initiative whatever technical parameters involved in the rejuvenation process we have to explain them or rather i have explained the stakeholder in their local dialect so that they can understand we can use technical jargon so the farmers or the stakeholder will feel that okay oh this man knows a lot of technical issues but doesn't serve the purpose they will not, not understand a damn thing so for that 
we have to explain the issue to them in most simple and easy language as you have you might have observed since last 15 20 years the government of india is conducting pulse polio campaign for eradication of polio you might have seen that during a particular day on a particular day date you will see the you might have seen the volunteers everywhere they are moving around the localities they are at airport they are at railway station they are at bus stand so a massive campaign with public participation and initially people might have or government might have thought that there will be some resistance for this but once people understood the importance of eradication of polio people are voluntarily contributing and it's a mass the first mass awareness campaign where government has achieved great success government of india government various state government local agencies ngos voluntary agencies like rotary jcs etc and common citizen everybody is moving in one direction so that is essential moving in one direction with a collective target and working as a team that is the most vital aspect of any community participation any project where community participation is mandatory so this we have to observe it. so it was an honor for me and the whole team of tahan to get in touch with you and have a chance to interact with you we are so glad that you could spare some time of yours to join in with us i'm sure everyone <laughs> i'm sure everyone who will watch this will be definitely inspired by your work and consciously save water from their hands thank you sir thank you divya i also appreciate your concern regarding this this great issue of water conservation because in the course of discussion you are rightly mentioned that in coming years this our uh, in coming years our country will face the shortage of water because population is growing up the per capita availability of water is going down so collectively we have to work on this and we need participation many more people like you and many more organization like tahan and i am so happy that uh, the youngsters are very well aware of this issue they are also aware of the upcoming problems and uh, organization like tahan will have a great time ahead in working with many more professionals like me thank you